Speaking of right and wrongs, except not at all. Not even related to that at all. Mm-mm. Let's go into gear up, shall we? Fantastic transition. Thank you. I'm professional. Fantastic. I'm so out of it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Defense form Deoxys, an Equinox event, more on Soul Rock and Lunatone, and more on this episode of GoCast. It's episode 38 of the GoCast podcast. It's March 17th. Welcome to GoCast. My name is Chris, your host, and with me I'm joined by Kyle. Hiya. And Ness is not joining us this week. She's feeling a little bit under the weather. I probably also sound kind of mildly under the weather, but I assure you it's not an illness other than sleep deprivation, which I guess, I don't know, does that qualify? The illness known as work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just got back from, well, you know what, let's just go into our weeks really quick. I, I, I guess got back from a work trip in Orlando, was there for like four days, real long days, and it was it was fun. It was a lot of fun, really sunny warm there i missed what the only beautiful day yeah in illinois that that weekend it was like 55 and beautiful here yeah for all of 12 hours yeah I, that's that's better than what we had been getting which was snow wind more snow more wind lots of tears broken down cars you know <laughs> all that <laughs> stuff anyway yeah it was sunny it was beautiful and uh, guess what i came back with kyle well, I know one of the things you came back with. I know two yes. of the things you came back with. Those are the only two things I came back with. I okay. technically, technically three, but it wasn't anything exciting. Yeah, I came back with six Carnivine and ten Heracross to hand out here Ooh. to, uh, you know, all my friends and family. See how it goes. I was kind of hoping to get more Carnivine, but didn't have a lot of time to play. And also, they were kind of sparse where I was at. So what are you going to do? Um, other than that, got a shiny Makuhita this week. Caught that guy in the airport. Clutch right before we took off. You know, <laughs> should have been in airplane mode, but, you know, here we are. Uh, I, I regret nothing. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't think I actually achieved any of the goals I set out to do. Didn't get my 500,000 Stardust because I didn't have nearly as much time to play during the strip as I thought I was going to. Uh, they were like 12 to 16 hour shifts. So I was like, no, I, I'm good. I think I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just get that like four hours of sleep that I can get. Yeah, for real. So did that. And didn't do any of the raids. I saw I saw so many Rayquaza raids at the convention <laughs> conference center that I was at. Just spawn and die. Spawn and die. And during one of my lunch breaks, I went out and I sat at a fountain that was a gym for about 30 minutes and just sat in that lobby waiting for other people oh, to play. no. Because I saw while I was walking around the conference with like my camera and stuff, like I saw people playing. Like there were people that were attending that had their phones out because it was, it was a pretty well lit up stop location like there was plenty of things to do and see there and so there were tons of stops but nobody wanted to raid i'm like come on y'all come on yeah come on but it it didn't happen oh well you know you win some you lose some kyle i'm hoping you had more luck this past week than i did how'd it go for you (laughs) well I got a Rayquaza, so you know that's positive. I got two Rayquazas, and both of them were terrible, but that's okay. (laughs) That's okay. 
because I just wanted to make sure I got one. Did you get a Dialga? I got him. I got him last week. Oh, you did. Oh, that's you, right. You had. You guys had the the goal for that. Neither of us have <laughs> gotten one. No. I think I had a Stardust goal, which I absolutely did not meet. I want to say it was two hundred thousand Stardust. Yeah, and I, I think I got like eighty thousand. So I think my notebook is still packed up somewhere. I'll have to. I'll have to get it. That's out okay. we're done here. Um, if I recall correctly, yeah, you you just wanted to do Rayquaza and two hundred thousand Stardust and keep it pretty easy, right? Yeah. So I failed. <laughs> But, you know, I got Rayquaza. That's that's Good the deal. part. Good I'm just deal. just waiting for the weather right now. That 55 degree day, it hit and I was like, this is amazing. And then I went into work and I'm like, well, this is not so amazing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't wait until uh, until we can actually like, get out, like go downtown, play there and stuff like that. It's going to be it, it'll be time to go ham. It'll be grind city. Anything else interesting happened besides your Rayquaza or just um. Any shinies? Did you hatch anything cool? No, I'm, oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm waiting for the egg. I'm waiting for the boxes to switch. I have no incubators. I'm hatching them one at a time right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually in the same boat right now, and I haven't been in that same boat for a long time. But at this at this convention, I, I basically put in all of the kilometers I needed to put in for this week. <laughs> I'm like just under fifty right now, and we're wow. recording on what is this? March seventeenth is a Saturday. No, it's a Sunday. We're recording on a Sunday, so I'll probably knock those out today. Just go for a quick walk outside. Lots of buddy candy. Great. Okay, well, we're going to get into the news here. But before we do, I do want to give a shout out to our newest patron supporter. His name is Joe. Hi, Joe. Welcome to the Discord. Welcome. Happy to have you. Yeah. And uh, if you guys also want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash podcast. Discord access starts at the lowest tier available. I actually, for our $10 tier, I just got our really awesome Discord meme-themed sticker sheets that we're <laughs> going to be sending out at the end of this month here once I also ordered the postcards, which I should be able to do today or tomorrow. So I'm very excited about that. So <laughs> they turned out really well. I'm really excited about it. Very pleased. <laughs> so it'll be fun. Let's move on to the news. Okay, so the first thing here is kind of like it's not a curveball at all. It is a big piece of news. I mean, we all knew it was coming all the same, but it's time for a new form for Deoxys. This is the second to last one, right? Yep. Um, there's there's four forms for Deoxys. The one that's coming out starting March 25th is going to be the defense form Deoxys, also known as just a giant sarcophagus Deoxys. <laughs> just like dome head. Yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty. He looks like um the juggernaut. From yes. X-Men. Yes, he does. Or I guess from Marvel in general, right? So yeah, Defense from Deoxys is coming out March 25th. He's going to be a little bit more difficult to take down than normal or attack form, especially attack form. If you were level 40, and you even if you were like, you know, a level 38, 36, or whatever, and you had a decent team, you could easily duo, and a lot of people were able to solo attack form Deoxys. That's not going to that's be the case with that's Defense. That's embarrassing still. Yeah, it, hey, you know, that. that's just... The way that they did the stats in Pogo, so that makes sense to me. We'll go into this a little bit more in depth later on the show. Kyle's going to take over for that, so I don't want to talk about it too much. But yeah, you won't be able to solo this guy. You'll need probably at least four people to do it. What do you think about the last Deoxys form? Speed form? Because it's speed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, They could give it a unique move set that would complement it for like really fast energy acquisition. It might have a a unique fast move that generates a lot more energy than the other forms. And that might be their only way around that. But if not, then it could just be another dud like Shedinja was. Yeah, but like when you just think about it, even whatever they do, it's going to be as squishy as 
the normal form. That's a, that's a big wise? problem. Yeah. Yeah. So it's either better than the normal form if they give it something special, or it's the same as the normal form. And everyone's disappointed. And this, yeah, there is no way to do that, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, the other ones don't really rely on a mechanic either. Attack form yeah, was just, just super interesting because you could solo it as a raid boss. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it'll surprise us. Maybe we'll do something different. We have, what, a few months of defense form ahead yeah, of us? Two. They've been doing two, I think. Yeah, something like that. It's either two or three, or maybe between the two of those. But yeah, they had some time to to figure it out. So, you know, hey, they keep dropping updates in this game. Like, there's no tomorrow, so we, we could be looking at a completely different landscape in two months. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll get back to Defense Form Deoxys in a little bit here in the gear up section, but we do have other news pieces to get through really quick. Next one is small, but this is going to be a big leap eventually, just taking it in small steps. Pokestop submissions are now live in Indonesia, which is a funny way to say United States. No, I'm just kidding. It's not live in the U.S. yet. Um, I'm we still, wish. yeah, I'm waiting on bated breath. It's there's only a handful of countries that have it right now. Five or I six think, now, I think something like that. In Mexico, Indonesia, Brazil. I think India has it as well. Yes. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the choices for the rollouts are, but I'm assuming it has to do with population and player density, or maybe they're just taking some points on like the entire spectrum. And one is like high population because Brazil, if Brazil is one of them, if I'm remembering that correctly, Brazil is pretty dense population wise and it has a really strong Pogo community. So I would assume that that would probably be a pretty difficult country to have go live. But Mexico, I think also might be the same way. Who knows? Indonesia, we're jealously eyeing you in that feature. Just waiting. I can't wait for it any longer. I'm really excited. It's going to change the way that this game is played. If, I really of hope course, so. Yeah. If the submission and approval process is relatively snappy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be in bulk. So it's just, I don't think it's going to be as snappy as we want it to be. But right. hopefully we can also fix some stops because like got a gym on the corner of a very busy street with no place to park. And it's like that's exactly opposite of all of the requirements for a gym. Right. It, is it an EX gym too? It, no, it's not. Okay. But, that would make it even worse. Every time everyone's like, yeah, so there's a raid here. And and they're like, oh, is that the one where you have to run across this like busy street in the middle of the afternoon? They're like, yeah. And like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. No, thanks. No sidewalks. No, nothing. That's awful. All right. Well, Indonesia, good for you. Hopefully we'll, we'll get it soon. Let us know how it goes. I guess I expect an email from Indonesia proper. Thank you. All of Indonesia. Mail at gogestmagest.com. Thank you. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. The next and last piece of news is pretty exciting. Actually, it's a it's another new event, but this one is a little bit different than ones we've seen in the past. It heralds a couple of changes, a couple of swaps. It is the Equinox event for 2019. It runs from March 19th through the 26th. I'm going to say 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time as it normally is PST. And the features include Increased grass type spawns, such as Oddish, Execute, Sunkern, and Shroomish. <laughs> and none of those are exciting per se, but normally when they name these Pokemon, one of the ones they named or two of the ones that they named end up being shiny. So since we already have Sunkern, probably Oddish, I would say, although the models for Bellsprout have been being pushed around online a lot. So Bellsprout might be one of them. Anyway, what I was going to say was, even though they mentioned particularly these four Pokemon, there will definitely be other Pokemon oh, that are sure in there's going to be pool. other grass. 
yeah. stuff like Bulbasaur and the other starters, I'm sure, will be all over the place. Right, right. But but they normally do this. Like, they won't mention the rare spawns. They'll mention what the bulk commons are going to be. And then the other ones would be like, oh, actually, Scythers are all over the place. Here you go. Except that he's not grass. He's bug. But that's an <laughs> example of a rare spawn, I suppose. Maybe, uh, like, Victory Bell, like, full evolution Pokemon might be around more often because that happens a lot with these events. Anyway, the other thing that's happening with this, another feature, is that Lunatone and Solrock are switching hemispheres which is exciting because this hasn't happened for a year right since the last the last time yep, we had yep. this exact same spring equinox event uh so yeah if you guys just started playing since then and you know either lunatone or salt rock it's a floating rock pokemon that looks like the sun or the moon there is the counterpart that is either the sun or the moon depending and, on where uh, you're at yeah depending on where you are which hemisphere you're in and and they used to live in the other one and now they're going to swap again for this event for the duration of it and then permanently afterwards until they decide to switch them again my question is when are we going to get zangus i was gonna say the exact same thing why aren't they <sighs> switching <laughs> i don't know it's been it's been a while it's been almost uh a year and a half for those guys yeah especially because we just got like lunatone and soul rock everywhere during the hoenn event like, they ignored mm-hmm. hemispheres for that, like, two or three weeks. Right. I don't know. Give us Zangus. I'm just excited for uh, this to be a little bit different. Uh, Lunatone was so rare for, like, the longest time. Oh we had the Lunar event, too. And they were everywhere. And I couldn't stop myself from catching them because I couldn't find one for the longest time. I have, like, ten of them. Like, what am I even going to do with this? Transfer them. No. The other T word, Trade. I'll trade them, even though everybody has them. <laughs> Everyone has them. <laughs> yeah. All right. More features with this event here. You thought it was exciting so far? That's great. You're, there's, there's more stuff to look forward to. Grass-themed research and grass types and raids. Saw that one coming. No indication as of yet what they may or may not be. You could guess. I mean, probably we'll see Breloom. Breloom's a grass raid boss. Maybe Venusaur. They might um, make that a tier four. Executor. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see Probably regular and Alolan, I'm assuming. Yeah, there'll be a, a bunch of different things to choose from. And here's the meta thing that I'm sure Kyle's excited about. I'm jazzed about this. We're not getting one, but we're getting two new moves. The first one being Acid Spray, and that's going to be for Arbok, Victory Bell, Tentacruel, Muck, Alolan Muck, Quagsire, Quillfish, Octillery, and Swalot. And what Acid Spray did in the main series games is that it would reduce an enemy's special defense. One of the two defenses. So Yes, yeah. by one stage up to four stages. I think it's 25%, something like that. It's pretty similar to Power Up Punch, except instead of powering you up, it's lowering the stat for them. But since we don't have special defense in Pokemon Go, it'll probably just lower defense yes. in general. Um, and then Leaf Tornado is going to be available on Victory Bell and Shiftry which I don't know why it's not available on Venusaur. Uh, that's just me, though. But what did Leaf Tornado do in the main series games? I don't recall. It has a 50% chance of lowering the target's accuracy. Huh. So it's a very interesting choice to add. What are they going to do for that? What? <laughs> what do you think they could do for that? What, like, Do you think maybe maybe they'll start messing with energy generation? I don't think the build for, for battles is stable enough to do that. Yeah, and they want they probably want to keep the clarity. So if they mess with energy right. generation, it makes it more difficult to judge when things are going to happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think it's, it's not nearly stable maybe enough. Maybe they're just going to change it from accuracy to defense. 
to they kind of could. match with acid spray. They could. I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, or maybe it'll boost your defense. Although, I, you know, who knows? Uh, Interesting. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. Acid spray seems pretty straightforward, though, so that'll be fun. It's always exciting to get these new moves. I mean, Power Up Punch was really exciting in and of itself. Ancient Power, Ominous Wind, and Silver Wind were also exciting in and of themselves, just because they were the first ones. So they were also kind of the most lame. So that makes <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm looking forward to this. Kyle, what do you think about this event in general? What's like the one thing you're looking forward to? I think them adding more moves like with each event is what I'm looking forward to the most because they keep doing it. So it's I think it's a good sign. Keeps each event fresh, even when it's, you know, just more boosted spawns. Mm -hmm. In terms of spawns, probably not going to be very interested because... <laughs> We live in like a grass biome area, so sure like do. all of these are super common here already. So if there's no new shiny outside of the sun curtain, I'm going to be shiny checking every sun curtain. Yeah, no, that's going to be the case. Yeah, I will not be shiny checking anymore sun curtain. I've already got two of them. Yeah, but what about trading? You raise a fair point. And that's the reason. Okay, so I realized, by the way, just out of context, but appropriate. While I was in Florida, I was catching these Heracross. I'm like, I could have sworn I had a bunch of Heracross from GoFest. The first one. Yeah. And I did. I caught like 10 of them at the original GoFest. Trading wasn't in sight. I'm like, who are these four? I don't want more than one. And so I transferred nine of them. I only had one left. Why did I do that? Well, because Why you were a full year away from trading. You would have had to hold on to those for a year. Who We didn't even know trading was going to be like yeah, but if I But if I stopped to think for half a minute and being like, well, you know, like this is a rare regional Pokemon. I'm sure they will be trading this game to begin with or later on. I don't I don't know. I'm just disappointed well, in myself, but at least I could write that wrong this past weekend. And here we are <laughs> speaking of right and wrongs, except not at all. Not even related <laughs> to that at all. Mm -mm. Let's go into gear up, shall we? Fantastic transition. Thank you. I'm a professional. Fantastic. I'm so out of it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how to beat up a space sarcophagus. So our new EX raid boss, as we mentioned, is going to be the defense form Deoxys. Is also just a pure psychic type, so it's going to have the same weaknesses as attack in normal form. But as we mentioned, unlike attack in normal form, defense form actually has some bulk. Who would have guessed, right? That's what he's known for. So in the battle against defense form, it's going to be a battle against the clock. It's not going to be a battle against the raid boss because he's just... He's kind of just going to exist for the timer. So if you're looking to bring the most damage you possibly can for the raid boss, your best choice is going to be Gengar with Shadow Claw or Lick and Shadow Ball. Gengar is going to, you know, put out the monstrous DPS. He's super fragile, but that doesn't matter because of how much damage he's going to bring compared to everybody else. His time to win is like 200 seconds faster Ooh. than the next best, or like 180 seconds, so it's, it's crazy. Another good choice is going to be Weavile with Feint Attack and Foul Play. Think of it like less damage, but slightly less squishy Gengar and also dark type still good and also just cool design I love Weavile I do it's 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 a good design I like Sneasel better but do you really yeah I like I like Sneasel's design I like the it's, it's I like cool. the pseudo headdress that Weavile's got going on I think it looks really neat we're all entitled to our opinions <laughs> okay for those of you who have a legacy Mewtwo Psycho Cut Shadow Ball gonna be one of your best choices He's going to have your lowest amount of deaths of all the Pokemon you can bring. So if you really need to save on revives for whatever reason, he's going to be a good choice. And following right behind that is going to be Tyranitar with Bite and Crunch. 
slightly slower, but also the second bulkiest Pokemon that you can bring. So he's not going to get KO'd very much. And if for any reason you don't have any of those powered up, a couple of B-team counters you can use. Pinsir and Caesar with yeah. double bug moves. Chris is excited. Any chance he gets to use his Caesar is a good time. Houndoom with Snarl and Foul Play. And I, I really like this one because for whatever reason, if you have it powered up, Deoxys Attack with Poison Jab and Dark Pulse. If you really, really want to use that Deoxys Attack form. No, thanks. It's okay. Okay. I didn't think, I don't think anyone wants to. <laughs> But it's an option. Uh, who is I who is I PvPing against recently? I think it was I think it was Rob. And he threw out a Deoxys attack for me and it died in three <laughs> hits. And he's like, oh, why did I do that? And I'm like, I don't know, man. PvP's not the stage for that guy. No one, nowhere is the stage for that guy. Uh-uh. You breathe on him and he gets KO'd. So the defense form moveset is still really lackluster. There's basically no threat except for Psycho Boost, and that's only gonna be a threat for your Gengars. And Gengar is probably going to get KO'd by any charge move anyways. So hopefully that helps you take out the defense form and get your sarcophagus, you know, just I kind of like the juggernaut better. I do. But I think that's that's fair because we do have a sarcophagus Pokemon that will come eventually. We do. Cophagrigus. Great Pokemon design. Oh, my God. Is is that the evolve form of Yamask? No, I think he's a standalone. I think I might be crazy. Anyways, we're going to move on to Pokalore. Oh, it is an evolved form of Yamask, by the oh, way. Oh, well, look at you being right. I well, never catch it, it has to happen. It has to happen at least once. Oh, dude, Yamask is just such a cool Pokemon. I, I don't know about that one. Yamask? Cofagrigus is. It used to be a human, and it carries around a mask that represents the face of the human that it used to be. But it's like a crying ghost. But like Cofagrigus is like literally a sarcophagus with ghosts' hands coming out of it. You make a fair point. All right. On to Pokalore. We're going to talk about Lunatone and Soul Rock because there's no other good opportunity to talk about these guys because they're otherwise pretty much, I don't know, not even worth mentioning. I hate to say it, but since this Equinox event is happening and they're switching places, hey, this is a good opportunity to talk about them because they're 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 cool. Don't get me wrong. They're cool. They're just not mega useful so uh lunatone and soul rock are known as the meteorite pokemon soul rock is a primarily orange spherical pokemon it has eight yellow rocky spines extending from the sides of its body and multiple small yellow stony bumps running vertically along its center on its back are dual rocky mounds situated to the sides of the midline its large eyes consist of thick semicircular yellow eyelids through which black sclera and red pupils can be seen. A black ring with six extensions surrounds each eye. Soul Rock relies on solar energy, which it absorbs in groups during daylight. While it is always expressionless, it is able to sense the emotions and thoughts of others. It spins its body to produce intense heat in a blinding light. It is able to stay silent while floating in the air and can be found in caves. You want to tell us about Lunatone, Kyle? Lunatone is a cream-colored rock Pokemon with a crescent moon shape. In the center of the crescent is a pointed beak-like structure. It has deep-set red eyes, which can cause paralyzing fear or induce sleep. Jeez. It lives in caves and becomes active under a full moon. The moon increases its power and its health is tied to the lunar phases. Using its psychic powers, Lunatone floats through the air. It was first discovered at the site of a meteor crash. Sounds like a waterbender from the last airbender. It kind of does. I'm into that. So the, the stats for these guys are exactly the same. And they have the same moveset, same everything. So the max CP for both of these Pokemon 
is going to be 23.27, which actually isn't the worst max CP. It's just not the best at all. And that's probably because the attack and defense stats for these guys is pretty it's awful. Terrible. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disgustingly bad. But it has a mediocre score of 207 for stamina, which puts it at rank 75 out of like 560. So, I mean, it's, it's up there. You're just not going to get a lot of damage out of these guys. That being said, if you're trying to get a lot of damage out of these guys, you want to go with the double rock move set that rock throw and rock slide. And that's it. Isn't that exciting? I think they're so exciting. exciting. <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's, it's kind of a bummer, right? Because we, we talk every single week about each of these Pokemon. Some of them are mundane. Some of them are legendaries and they're very useful and stuff like that. But each of them is cool and interesting because they have these Pokedex entries, right? I'm just kind of disappointed that some of these Pokemon that have more of a use like in the main series games, mostly for a lack of better choices, I would say, that they don't get more love in a game like this. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think it's cool that they have the whole hemisphere thing going on, but still. I think it also boils down to like investment, people being afraid of you know investing in things because people would use subpar counters and choices because they're cool Pokemon if it didn't also cost them 250,000 Stardust and, you know, 180 candy. 100%. You know, I would totally, I would use some crazy stuff because just because there are Pokemon I really like that just don't have a, a meta use. There was one raid boss in recent memory that they said that you could use Lunatone and Solrock for. I, I don't wish remember, I could remember who, it who it was. I wish I could remember. Because these guys, their type is just rock, right? Mm, rock Psychic? Is it Rock Psychic? So yeah, then it was probably then it was probably a flying psychic or something. Was it Cresselia? Look, we don't know what we're talking about here. <laughs> <laughs> so Sometimes I don't know. We like do. <laughs> we, we just took a quick little research break and I edited that out. But we you know we were talking about it. We couldn't figure out either the psychic flying, so it probably wasn't that. But Kyle mentioned if it was fire or flying, that rock would be four times as effective, which is true. I think that the guide, if I remember it, was it came out during a time when double rock anything was not a lot of stuff that we had. I think it was when SmackDown Tyranitar was just coming out. We were talking about like if you have a legacy rock throw Omastar, then that would be good. But nobody yeah. does. So they were like, eh, well, you could, you know, your D list is Soul Rock and Lunatone, just in case. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and move on to the Pokepole? Last week's question was, what new legendary shiny forms do you want to be released this summer? What did people have to say, Kyle? John said Raikou. Mario said, I want all of the shiny. Like the Moana crab. So it's actually more like, I want all of the shiny. <laughs> I had to do it. I had to do it. Realistically, I suppose the shiny beasts would be awesome. Jason said, another vote for Rayquaza. I'd like a nice long break from seeing the beasts before the shiny versions appear. Even a shiny Suicune wouldn't excite me. Well, maybe a little. Yeah, shiny Suicune would be awesome. It's got great coloration. It does. It does. Kim Jong Illis said, shiny Rayquaza, please, thanks. MC Scramp said, besides Shiny Rayquaza, I'd love to see the legendary dogs come out with their shinies released. It would finally make Suicune worth rating. Ooh, ooh, that hurts ooh, me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Right, <laughs> right down deep in my fandom. Just the average Joe says, Shiny Mew. Chris Pupa says, I'd love to see Shiny Suicune. Good. A lot of love Good. for Shiny Suicune in yes, here. Yes, this is awesome. These were definitely not handpicked by me. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Crammy said, my son, pickle on a string votes for shiny Deoxys. All right. That would be a bold move if they brought out shiny Deoxys yeah. after, we, after we just had, what, like a year of Deoxys forms and EX raids? Yeah. I mean, if they didn't I, give us shiny Mewtwo. They should have. They should mm, have. What if they release shiny Mewtwo with an event that is mind-blowing? Will you feel differently about that? Probably. Just Mewtwo being there by himself is going to make it good anyway. So. That's true. Maybe with the release of that new Mewtwo Strikes Back CG remake that they're doing. Oh, that's right. Maybe as a promotional event for that, like they did with Let's Go with the whole Pikachu and Eevee stuff. Maybe they'll do that. One weekend only. One weekend only. Never again. We promise. Whatever. <laughs> I, I mean, I would go out and do it, so I don't I don't know who I'm <laughs> who I'm laughing at or whatever, but <laughs> this week's Pokepole is if you could magically add one Pokemon from any generation to your Pokedex, which would you choose? And of course, why? So I mean, this could be for any reasons. It could be your favorite Pokemon isn't available yet. Uh, you just know that this Pokemon is going to be really OP, and so you want to have it on your team. It, it would help fill out a roster you otherwise don't have filled. You know, it could be any reason. But if there's any Pokemon that you either don't have in your Pokedex that's currently live you don't have yet, or one that isn't live yet, and therefore, you, of course, you don't have it, which one would you choose? Which one are you just dying to catch? Kyle, do you have one? I, I do. Does it have to be one Pokemon, or can it be like the family chain of, of Pokemon? Yeah. Yeah, okay, you can do the family chain. Because it's, it's got to be Hone Edge and Dublade and Aegislash. One, because it's ghost type. You can never have enough ghost types. And then part of me just wants it in the game so we can, like, rip the Band-Aid off of them not doing its special ability justice. For those of you who don't know, Aegislash is a sword and shield. And if it uses an attack move, it goes to attack form. If it uses, like, a defensive move, it goes to defense form and its stats change like that in combat and i'm sure we're not going to get it so i just just, just give me the pokemon he's so what generation cool. is that from again six six he's six. six so i mean you've got at least a, a full year before we even start talking about generation six right well yep. actually i don't know if they're going to do a generation every six months we'll see it doesn't seem like we're at the six months with how long generation four is taken but you know it could be uh it could be a different landscape of the game let's hope let's hope for myself i man <laughs> I'm really lucky because a lot of my favorite Pokemon are already out, including Caesar, Suicune, Cyndaquil, that whole line. I'm really into that. I'm looking forward to Rowlet. I really, really, really want Rowlet because uh, I'm, I'm a fire starter guy, like all the way. But Rowlet was the first time that I was pulled away and thought objectively that this grass starter in this generation is a winner. And that's why I'm going to pick him. Not because he's a cute little owl, but that did help. Uh, but his final grass ghost typing is awesome. Decidui. Decidui yeah. is a boss. Great he carried me through that game. It was great. <laughs> I loved every second of it. Well, dear listener, if you guys have an answer to the question, if you could magically add one Pokemon from any generation to your Pokedex, which would you choose? You can post your answer when we post the question on Facebook or on Twitter. Or you can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And you know what that means. It's mail time. It's time mail for the mail. Time. Well, we've only got one email this week, and it's from Pidgey Grabba. I wanted to write in my answer to the Pokepole. He says, I've never been lucky enough to catch a legendary or any shiny from raids. No Groudon, Blue Shamu, 
Orange Rocket, or Lugia slash Ho-Oh, I was able to grab shiny versions from Raid Train Days, including Gengar, going one for seven. Ooh, oof. I think it's more fun to stumble upon a random shiny, even when spawn rates are boosted because it's less expected. 100% I agree with that. I'm hopeful that every Machop or Mankey is shiny during the event, but realistically, I don't expect catching one. If I do, I'm over the moon. The issue I have comes in when we have 1 in 20 odds with legendary shinies and no one out of my group of 20 gets it or 4 out of 8 get it and none of them are ever me. I always expect that encounter is shiny after the raid, but it never is unless I'm doing a solid like train. Does this make sense? Regular encounter, don't expect shiny. I get really excited if I get one and legendary encounter, I expect to get a shiny and get stressed out because I keep striking out. Shiny Pidgey forever. Thank you. Thanks, Pidgey Grabber. We appreciate the email. So, okay, let's boil this one down. So he, he wants to know if he's kind of like alone in thinking or if this resonates at all that when you run into a regular shiny, just like full odds out in the wild, you're not expecting it and you, you get so excited and all this stuff. And then with legendary encounters, you have a higher rate of getting them and you probably get more of them. You definitely do. But it's more stressful and more frustrating overall because you have an expectation of getting it. Yeah, I can very much relate between Moltres Day and then Gengar Day, 52 raids, and I didn't get one shiny between them. It definitely feels bad. It, it feels it feels bad. And then every time you're just like, ah, not shiny. Those were pretty frustrating days for you in general. I remember they were like, you kept your, your attitude up, though. You did keep the positivity going. Yeah, I think I agree with this. And I emailed him back and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that there is some sort of psychological reason that this is the case that, you know, expectation leads to more disappointment because you expect the thing to be something that it is when it's not. I don't know. Uh, You know, I'm not a psychologist, but I, I think that there's a lot of truth to this. And I think that we've kind of touched on this in the past with a number of other emails, other people being like, hey, I don't have shiny luck or hey, I'm just having a bad experience or hey, I feel like I'm being left out because of my luck in this game or lack thereof i think it has a lot to do with you hedging your bets and really keeping track of your mindset and where you're at in all things so i mean yeah you go out for the legendary encounters on these raid days and you're like i'm out here for the increased shiny chance i want that shiny that's why i'm doing this but maybe try to view it differently i don't know i don't know i say these things but i would have a hard time doing this too it's yeah it's really hard to do when you already have the Pokemon or you have like a plethora of them, you know, for shiny Suicune, if that if that became a raid day like they did for the birds last year, it's going to feel terrible if you go zero and 20. You know, it's hard to get that mentality when all you need is a shiny or all you want is the shiny. Yeah, I don't know. It's a tough one. Maybe they shouldn't put out shiny forms for Pokemon we've been raiding for forever, but at the same time, that that's that is the model that they go for. I mean, that's one of the reasons why we didn't see shiny Rayquaza was because we've only gotten him once in raids prior, and that was just under a year ago. So, yeah, I mean, how long? I, mean, I think that's the opposite tip for me. I think that would have been made at the perfect time because nobody done Rayquaza, so people would be out to do shiny Rayquaza and because they want regular Rayquaza. It'd been so long since he was available. But look at it from a business perspective, right? Like they had all these people that played this game like just around a year ago. And since then they've had a second resurgence in popularity. All these new players coming in, right? None of them have Rayquaza. And they know that if they have a Rayquaza raid weekend without the shiny, 
they're still going to get tons of people that are active players to go out and do it in a fervor. And all the hardcore players that already have them, the people that have stayed around the longest are the sort of people that will do it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not wrong. I mean, all you're the people that wrong. were like talking a lot of smack about it were like, I'm kind of disappointed about the shiny thing. I know all of them still went out and raided. I know personally, like five or six of those people are like, yeah, I just did like, you know, a million Rayquaza raids and I just did it for the candy or to get, you know, another perfect if I really wanted one or whatever. So they knew that they were going to get those people. And then down the line, hopefully this summer, if they do the shiny, they'll get all of those people again. Rayquaza may be a bad example because Rayquaza is really good. But like if we had the legendary beasts for like a month of raiding each and then we had them in the boxes for three months and then we had another month of raiding them and then we had their shiny form. People would be so burnt out, barely. They would still want the shiny, but they'd be like really upset about it. Yeah, I think that second wave of raiding them out in the wild, like out in gyms, would be the killer for that. I could see raids, put them in boxes while somebody else is in raids is exciting, and then bring the shiny back, like for raid days, maybe not raid weekends, kind of like they did last summer. I think that might be the proper pacing. But either way, Rayquaza wasn't there, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Pitch Grab. I it's it's a it's a mindset thing, man. I don't know. Uh <laughs> like we've talked about before on this show with other people that were talking about their lack of luck or what have you. Like it's just there's nothing you can do about it, man. I don't know what to tell you. That's kind of a bummer. I think reversal on our interview with him was saying, like, there's nothing you can do about it, so don't even don't even worry about it if possible. But it's hard not to, especially when that's just your focus for the day. So we feel you, Pidgey Grabba. We do. Uh thanks for the email. Appreciate that. And that's the only email we got this past week. So if you want to go ahead and send us an email, dear listener, you can to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. You can like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash gocastpodcast. And if you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash gocastpodcast. And you can join our Discord tier. It's the lowest tier there for $1 a month. And join our like little family we got going on. It's a lot of fun. We hang out, talk about, talk about everything. The Discord's great. I, I love the Discord. Yeah, so many it's great fun. people. It's good conversations, arguments that are positive. It's, it's great. Yeah. I th- what was the most recent one we had that we didn't talk about last week? What was that? Uh, was it about, it was about oh, Stardust no. and Charge charge tms yeah we mentioned it yeah. briefly and it's like, yeah. yeah it was a good conversation though yeah there was a a huge like hour-long conversation across like six people <laughs> about just charge tms it was really great it's a great place to be so if you want to hop in there and, and hang out with us visit patreon.com forward slash gocast podcast go ahead and visit our website to gocastpodcast.com there's all the information for everything you'd ever want about this show and maybe a little bit more information that you cared to have in the first place you can go to our website get it there and if you want to help support the show without spending a dollar and doing anything just just some time go to itunes or stitcher or apple podcasts or wherever you might be listening and drop us a review that helps us out immensely We'd love you forever for it. And and I think that's about it for the show this week. Kind of short. Uh, I'm dying. I'm falling asleep sitting up here. One more thing to add. We haven't mentioned because it's happening at the end of this week. Uh-oh. Trico Community Day is this week. That's right. Oh, I forgot. It wasn't even on my radar because we, we knew about it such a long time ago. Yeah, Trico Community Day is happening this upcoming weekend. That's the It's the 23rd, isn't it? Yes. Saturday the 23rd. Yep. And it is 3 to 6 p.m. local time. So you don't have to worry about time zones, any of that stuff exclusive move we still don't know although i don't know it's probably frenzy plant right 
Sceptile already knows Leaf Blade, so yeah, it's got to be. Yep, maybe they'll throw us a curveball, but I doubt it, so expect Frenzy Plant. Looking forward to hearing you guys. Tell us all about your stories and your success at Trico Community Day. Go ahead and send those to mail at gocastpodcast.com like we were saying. Okay, all right, cool. We're done. That's enough plugs, enough anything. Let's do some goals, and we'll get out of here, Kyle. Okay, this week... I'm keeping it very simple because I've had some very, I've had difficulty with my goals and I want to get back into playing, especially as the weather gets nicer. So first, because Trico Day, I want to get at least three shiny. Just keeping it that bare minimum right there. Hopefully I get a lot more. <laughs> and then my other goal, I want to get all seven of my field research done for my weekly. I haven't done that. And I don't even know how long. I've always missed like a day. So you're, you're, you want to get your box in seven days? Well, yeah, okay. well, I'm, I'm like two days away, but I want to make sure I get seven in a row. OK, so, and I'm dead set on that. All right. Seven day research in a row. That sounds good to me. That's it. Three shiny Trico and do your research. Yeah. All right. That sounds good. So this upcoming week, I'm going to actually take some time to play because we just got back from that trip. So I can kind of like, you know, have a normal week. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm going to do a Stardust goal so I can do all this other stuff. I got up to 350,000, which is 150 short of what I wanted to do wow. last week. But I mean, I was already at 225, so I only, I only got another, like, what, 125? That's so, still pretty good. That's okay. I did okay uh, for what I was doing. So, hey, there's that. I want to get another 250,000 Stardust this week. My shiny goal for Trico Day is going to be 10 or greater, as always. Bad man. Hey, you know, it's it's a good one to have. I feel like 10 is like I put a lot of effort in. And if I hit 10, like that's a good sign sort of thing. And if I undershoot it, well, you know, I I'm a Pokemon Go player. I, I enjoy being disappointed. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I am so Ooh, totally joking. Never been spoken. <laughs> no, I, I, I've been blessed with really great shiny luck. So I'm I'm confident that it'll be OK. So 10 or more shiny Trico. I got I need to get a Dialga this week. I really have. I'm running out of time. I I won't have any more time at all if I don't. I mean, so I, you I, still have uh, you still have time to get a Rayquaza too. I do. I have today, so maybe uh, Ness and I are out. Uh, I will make sure that she's got Mammoth Swine powered up. And maybe we can do a one. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I've already got my Mammoth Swine ready to go. The little Stardust that I did have—that's where it all went. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Cool. That's about it. We'll see you guys next week after Trico Community Day. Best of luck to you guys. Hope you guys catch a bunch of shiny little blue lizards. Uh, Ness will most likely be back with us. And we'll see you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.